This is The Culture Code with Kevin Cruz, founder and CEO of LeadX, the platform that helps you scale and sustain a high-performance culture. Hello, everyone. I'm Kevin Cruz. Welcome to Culture Code. I'm excited for our guest today, who is the Chief People Officer of Viva Systems, Vivian Welsh. Vivian, welcome. And uh, where are you joining us from today? Thank you, Kevin. I'm joining you from home today, from Jupiter, Florida. Jupiter, Florida. Now, Vivian, did you know that uh, off the coast of Jupiter is some, some of the most shark attacks in the United States? Did you know that? I did. I did. I still like to take my chances when we go to the beach, but uh, so far, so good for me. The only reason why I know that little uh, tidbit, that little factoid is because my son and I swam with the sharks without a cage off of your beautiful coast. And what was weird was I thought, oh, to swim with all these sharks and it was swimming with sharks. I thought you had to go way out there. We were looking at the people on the beach. We were looking at uh, hotels and, and and condos on the beach. And like, we're not that far off the shore. And we're with six, seven, eight foot sharks. It was a little weird. It was a little weird. Hopefully they were nurse sharks and not hammerheads. They weren't hammerheads. They were mainly bull sharks. So um, they have a bad reputation. Sharks have a bad reputation. It's not their fault. If they bite you, they're very confused. So I just want to clear the, clear the air. <laughs> so yeah, I know where Jupiter is. That's great. So let's dive in. So Vivian, Viva is legendary in the SaaS software community, in the life sciences uh, industry. But for those out there uh, who haven't heard of Viva Systems, just in your own words, uh, what do you guys do? Tell us a little bit about the company. Sure. Thank you. Well, Viva is a high growth software company that supports our customers, which are mostly biopharma companies support their mission to improve health and extend human life. So we have software, data, and services that all support the industry and helping them get uh, things like medicine to patients quicker. About how big is the company? We have about 7,000 employees across uh, more than 40 countries. I'm assuming the headquarters is not in Jupiter, Florida. No, it's not. in. Maybe one day, you never know. But right now it's in uh, Pleasanton, California. We were founded in uh, 2007 and that's where our headquarters is at. Wonderful. So we're here to talk about culture and Viva, I know, has, has a unique culture. A lot of people describe even just the concept of culture differently. So let's just start, you know, in a few words, how would you describe your organization's culture? Sure. It's a great question. Thank you for it, Kevin. So the culture of Viva is really um, the culture of the people in Viva, right? We're all, we all come from different backgrounds, different experiences. So when you put it all together, that's what really forms our culture. But one thing that really aligns us is our our vision and our values. So, um, you know, we're focused on building the industry cloud for life sciences. That's Viva's mission uh, and vision. And our values are to do the right thing, customer success, employee success, and speed. So by having these common values that we all agree with and live each day, that really helps to shape the culture of the company. Now, did I hear you right? You said speed was one of them? Speed is a company a company value, yes. So what I love about that, and this is um, uh, really for the listeners, I'm not lecturing you, Vivian. Um, <laughs> what's unique about that, you can hear certain kinds of values, usually in high-performing companies, that someone could make a reasonable argument to take the opposite of the word, right? So speed is one of those unique things, which is going to come with many advantages, but also 
you know, might have some some counterside. There could be a company out there that says our value is move slowly or preserve, you know, history or something like that. So it's a very unique word that people it's going to stand out because it's so different. And so following up with that for all of those values, the culture you're trying to foster including something unique like speed, you know, what are some of the things that you're doing to to teach people about it when they're a new joiner, to sustain it, you know, throughout the organization? Sure. Well, we try to, we have also some operating principles, which is our ways of working, right? We have a few of those, but one of them is to keep it simple. And that really helps with the core value of speed. They go hand in hand. Speed doesn't mean, you know, lack of quality, of course, do it, do it correct, do it, well, but keep the pace, right? Keep the pace as as the when we were a startup. Um, the pace of innovation, you know, it's so it's not just about how we work, but it's also about the products that we're bringing to market. We need to continue to evolve, do it quickly, do it well, in order to stay stay viva, stay the same company that we were when we when we started. Yeah, that that's a, a great mindset. I was talking to someone yesterday about, unfortunately, I, I think in so many organizations they start obviously as a startup and then they grow and they sort of plateau and get get settled in their ways and so to actually you say hey we want a culture of always innovating always moving with pace i mean that's going to ensure long term uh success now similar to what i just asked i'm curious to dive in even more to what you're doing to train frontline leaders frontline managers because people who listen to the podcast who know me i'm always talking about the Gallup research, the LeadX research that says 70% of the variance in employee engagement, how we feel about work, um, it's going to come from from our manager. You know, it's the old line of join a company, leave a bad boss, or stay in a company that might not be amazing for you, but you have a great, great boss. Like they're the filter of so much. So how are you supporting and developing those frontline leaders? Sure, it's a great question. So we do have several programs, ways of working, um, philosophies, you know, really that support our our other core value of employee success, right? When we think about employee success, we think about creating an environment where employees really feel they can do their best work around great people. We believe very strongly in internal mobility, right? Giving Mm. people the opportunity to do jobs uh, or roles that they may not have done before, right? So a lot of our frontline managers are either new people managers, they haven't done so in their career and they grew up, you know, learning as experts at Viva, or we have uh, managers that may have management experience that come in from another company. Um, When a person either first becomes a manager via promotion or transfer at Viva, or they get hired as a manager, they go through something called uh, Viva Manager Bootcamp where they learn a lot about our philosophies, our practices, you know, the ways that we engage with employees, like having regular check-ins, right? So there's certain things that we do. We do try to keep it simple, but there's certain things that we make sure that they understand and and practice to help them be effective managers. Um, We also have different opportunities for them to interact with each other. We have something called managers' communities of practice where they can learn from each other, learn by doing, um, we have other other ways as well. Quarterly, our CEO does an um, all manager, you know, webinar where he opens it up and managers can ask questions about anything that might be on their mind or, you know, they may be having challenges with. So we we like to make sure we give them opportunities to not just connect with the leadership team, but also with each other. Tell me a little bit about the um, manager community of practice. That sounds really cool. I imagine it's popular because it gives them a chance to learn, you know, directly from their 
peers. Are those just sort of ad hoc groups or do they meet every month? Do they, is it just for small groups? Sure, it's, or a large it's group? typically regional. So like within Europe, for example, and it's cross-functional, right? So it could be that somebody's just new to people management. Um, and it's almost like, like a community, right? Like a cohort. They might hop on together on a Zoom call or impromptu or scheduled. You know, we have a little bit of, of both. Uh, where they can just ask each other for guidance. And, you know, there's different people you can learn from as a manager. You don't always have to learn from your own manager. You can learn from other leaders. You can learn from your peers. You can learn by watching uh, folks with a lot more experience. So we just want to make sure we enable and we support, right? But at Viva, employees very much captain their own ship. And Mm -hmm. we really invest in that, right? We expect and encourage them to captain their own ship. We provide support guidance programs so that they can be successful, but really their their career is in their hands. That's great. You mentioned we're talking about culture engagement, and you, you mentioned uh, one way the organization gets feedback, your CEO gets feedback is through the all manager webinars. What are some of the other ways that you're making sure that that engagement is high and the culture is what you want it to be? Absolutely. So we have a pretty unique check-in process. We call it the check-in process, and it's an open, simple, and authentic conversation between the employee and the manager, where first the employee just discusses what is their engagement, right? And then they elaborate on that. The employee sets their engagement. Um, And then the manager also sets the employee's status, which is their performance. So it's a two-way conversation where the employee gets to talk about just how, how it's going for them at Viva, or, you know, it could be the role, it could be some of the requirements of the job. They have an open conversation about how it's going and then what is needed. So in that conversation, they also talk about um, strengths and growth areas, right? So these are some ways that um, the op- the opportunity is there for the employee and for the manager to focus on the things that are, are going to help them be just better uh, overall at their jobs. So the um, check-in process is, is one way. Let me, let me follow up on the check-in process. So is this what other organizations might call, you know, an annual performance review, or is it something a little different? That's right. We evolved from an annual performance review. We used to have it once a year, and it was almost a little bit more formal before when we changed. Uh, It was more of a, you know, review of accomplishments and a rating that was given to the employee, whether they were doing, you know, exceeding expectations, things like that. So we moved away from that annual performance review to a twice a year or more frequent if they want, but twice a year check-in process. So it, it just has helped to create a little bit more dialogue, more honesty, uh, more authenticity in the communication between the employee and the manager. Yeah, I, I wrote uh, a series of articles some years ago about just how absolutely awful the old school performance reviews were. For so many reasons, I mean, it w- it's so usually staged because there's ratings. And mm-hmm. so either there's rating inflation or the word has come down that you can only give one person a five, everyone else to get a four. Like, it's all weird. And it's not about development. It's like, are you going to max out your pay, your bonus, your raise or whatever? Mm-hmm. So there's a different kind of dynamic there. And what you're calling the check-in process, which which I like, you know, that's what we say best practices. I like to call them like stay interviews. You know, every six months, yeah. meet one on one, like exit interviews. All right, but they're already gone, and they're gonna they're gonna lie and just say it was more money. You know, a stay yeah. interview is about you know how's it going? Where would you like to be in the future? Okay. 
what do we need to do to get there? What can, you know, how am I doing? It's a two-way conversation. And then, and you're not waiting until December 20th when everyone's trying to get out the door to, you know, process the the check marks. So So we've separated compensation from the check-in process um, just to help with that. And then also, yeah, the idea is to just not be surprised, right? We, We have that respect for each other. We're all about respecting the individual, right? So just like, an employee should not surprise their manager all of a sudden, you know, they're out the door and the manager had no idea. It goes both ways. The manager has accountability to let the employee know how they're doing, give them feedback about their performance. If something's not going great, let them know, help them uh, identify what it is that needs to be worked on so that there is a path forward for them to, you know, continue to work at Viva. So we don't like to surprise each other in any direction. Employees shouldn't be surprising their managers and managers shouldn't be surprising employees. So the check-in process has really helped with that. It's, it's a tool. Again, accountability is on the employee and on their manager to have that, to build that trust and have that open communication, but it's there as a vehicle to, yeah. to support that. Sounds great. Sounds like one of the linchpin programs. And you've talked about uh, some others. With everything that you're doing to uh, the culture, I mean, is there any one thing you're you're most proud of or or happy with? That's a great question. I think it's our track record in the industry. Our customer success is probably the thing that if you ask most events, they would say they would be proud of, right? We have small customers. We have large customers. Um, we care about each one equally. And our services teams, our sales teams, our product teams, they all work so hard to help with customer success. And it's just its just rewarding to see when it all comes together, when our customers are live on our products and not just live, but live and happy. Mm-hmm. So they continue to partner with Viva. We're, we're a strategic partner to the industry. We feel like more than just a vendor and that's a great feeling. So I think that's, you know, fulfilling when we when we see our customers treat us in that light. That's great. And um, listeners, you probably heard uh, Vivian refer to her colleagues as Vivans and all strong cultures. Typically, there becomes a a catchword, you know, a descriptive catchword for all the team members. So I heard Vivans and it always makes me smile when someone reveals uh, how for their (laughs) colleagues. You know, this is a short format podcast. We don't have a lot of minutes left, but really quickly, I'm curious you could wave a magic wand and send like one book to all of your colleagues to to read. What might you send them? Book to my colleagues. I think The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. So ah. it's about being humble. It very much is the Viva way. We like to hire folks that are, you know, nice, work hard and quick learners. So just a good reminder to always stay humble. It's, it's good to be in the position that we're in, but we have to earn that every day when we show up to work. So that's a good book to just remember to stay humble, share credit, and share the team's success. It's great. I mean, thinking about uh, the rest of this year or the year ahead, is there any particular like skill or behavior that you would hope your colleagues, the Vivans, uh, lean into a little more, develop just a little more? What, what might that be? Well, I think it's, you know, because one of our core values is speed, right? We all always accomplishing a lot in a short period of time. Something that I have to work on that the leadership team does very well and that we encourage all employees to do is sometimes stop and slow think, right? A little bit more slow thinking, create the space for that because we all we all run quite quick. <laughs> sometimes you need to stop and do some slow thinking, some system two thinking in order to 
maybe have a gain a different perspective or uh, go about things a little differently. So a little more slow thinking is probably a good practice. So maybe that's the second book, the Kahneman book with system one, system two, you know, balancing out, depending on the decision, there's a lot of times that it should be slow thinking. Final question. So what's exciting you the most about Viva right now? I think the opportunity that that still remains for us to grow, you know, we've, we've come quite a long way in, in about 15, 16 years, but there's still so much room to grow. Um, so many uh, more applications and innovations that we plan and we'll be bringing to the market. The amazing people that we have yet to hire, you know, we're 7,000 people now, but we're, we're hoping to be about 10,000 by 2025. So Great. that's very exciting to me, the opportunity ahead for, for growing Viva and continuing to hire, you know, just great talent. I love it. Vivian, thank you for taking the time on this Friday as well to uh, spend some time talking about culture in Viva. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kevin. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Culture Code Podcast. Are you looking to build, refine, or revamp a training program? We team up with companies like Northwestern Mutual, Sineos Health, and Duck Creek Technologies to roll out highly engaging training series for emerging leaders, new managers, women in leadership, high potential managers, sales enablement, and more. Check it out at leadx.org. What makes these series so uniquely engaging? We help you build a full system of development that leverages our cutting-edge platform and world-class training. We blend together world-class cohort-based virtual training and group coaching, personalized nudges, micro-learning, and on-demand office-hour-style coaching. Go check it out at leadx.org. Thank you.